Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Hello, friends, and welcome. Thanks so much for joining me for the shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today's show is a Walking the Talk fan cast, a look behind the scenes into what I'm learning and working through, along with a takeaway for you. These portable episodes are informal and casual, recorded on the go from wherever I happen to be at the time. And today, I'm camped out in my winter spot, by the fireplace, with my van recording equipment set up, doing a fireside chat. But the days are getting longer, and it won't be long until I'm back outside doing a proper van cast. What's top of mind today is a recent experience I had clearing out boxes of outdated financial files. They had accumulated in my basement, neatly boxed and labeled. I shredded them over a number of days, bagged up the output, and took a carload to the recycling center. When I got home, I was amazed at how light I felt. And why? Because I created space for the new by clearing out the old. It also felt good to feel the positive impact of following my own advice. Whenever I begin working with a new client or a group of students, We spend some time understanding what an optimal outcome of our time together would look and feel like. And then we set out to design an environment to support the work that we'll be doing together. This is done by creating space in their lives to make room for the transition and hopefully the transformation that they're about to experience. So what does it mean to create space in your life? When we're on the threshold of change, it's a natural reaction to try to make things happen. And my hand is raised here. And we tend to add things to our lives in preparation. Let's take a simple example of getting back into a fitness routine after a long layoff. One way of preparing is to research gym memberships or new activities, buy a smartwatch, get some new workout clothes, and any other gear for the sport of your choosing. Another way, schedule a half hour each day to put on your sneakers and walk out the door. The first example adds things that can feel like supportive actions, but have little to do with our intention. The second clears the space so we can get right to the activity that will make the difference. Walking may not be the ultimate fitness outcome for you, but by moving every day, as Atomic Habits author James Clear says, you'll become the type of person who is focused on fitness, and then you can evolve from there. Creating space is even more important when we're experiencing a life transition. It gives us room to pause and notice where we're living in accordance with external or outdated expectations and where we can begin aligning with what's true for us today. We make this connection by listening to ourselves, which takes quiet and space. This inner path has been called the road less traveled, and it is not the path of least resistance. 
The whole purpose of creating space and reclaiming your time is so you can connect with this still point. This is a place of spacious calm where you'll detach from your thoughts and emotions in a peaceful place of surrender and release, just like a wave rising and falling and returning to the ocean. These pauses can act as a place to get quiet and connect with how you're feeling, like a break from the noise and intensity of modern life. In quiet moments, you can more easily identify the causes of tension and stress. And mindful pauses allow you to listen for what's important and what's needed to take good care of yourself. In other words, you create space to mindfully connect with how to make the best choices for yourself in the present moment. As you begin to make space in your life, you'll find that you fiercely guard that precious time and you'll get better at saying no to the things that infringe on that quiet time. There's an art to discernment, to saying no. The choices available to us are endless, which is why discernment is so important. It's a mind shift. It moves you to a place where you can begin to say no to what you don't want so you can spend more time doing what's fulfilling for you. Developing this mindset takes practice. It begins with saying no to the things that you know you don't want to do. We're taught at an early age to be polite, helpful, supportive, so saying no might not come easily or natural to you. But as you begin to build this discernment muscle, you'll come to learn that it could be joyful to say no and that you can feel content in the wake of that intentional decision. What begins to fill the space that's created when we say no is a deeper level of living. When we're not scattered, we can experience the quality of our lives through deeper connections with ourselves and others, leading to overall fulfillment. We become aware of our surroundings, the changing seasons, and have more appreciation for the smallest things in life, which, of course, are actually the biggest. While it's true that sources of distraction are endless, it's also true that it's up to us to remove the distractions. Depending on your life and responsibilities, it may not be easy to do this for long periods of time, but it is possible to carve out pockets of quiet in your day. Writer Charles Bukowski is quoted as saying, The less I needed, the better I felt. So here are three areas where you can begin to make more space for yourself. One, physical. Start with the easy stuff. Toss, recycle, or donate. Mail, catalogs, anything that has expired, toiletry, clothes, forgotten things in storage areas. Two, mental. Reduce the digital noise. Unsubscribe from extraneous emails Turn off phone notifications and address any habit that keeps you in a never-ending information flow. And three, boundaries. Set boundaries on your time, commitments, calendar, and how quickly you'll respond to a call, text, or email to hold, maintain, and expand the space you clear. Whenever I go through this process, I keep two questions in mind. One, does it serve me today? And two, 
Will it be useful on the journey ahead? This helps me say no to the things that move me away from who I'm becoming and yes to the things that support where I'm headed. It's been my experience that as a result of mindfully creating space, I'm able to integrate my life experience, increase my focus, and improve my productivity. I feel like I have more time and energy, and I experience more creative flow. There's more room in my life for being present with those I love. And I believe that creating space is an act of loving yourself and others. To wrap up today, I'd like to leave you with a quote from Danielle Laporte. Danielle has said, Make space in your life for the inevitable arrival of what you want. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirits and love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com podcast. Until next time, be well.